episode number 10 of the Healthy Life podcast. Today's episode is another guest interview. This time I'm talking to my friend Corin Hagen. Corin lives in Canterbury in the UK and is married to Richard, who's the pastor of Emmanuel Church Canterbury. And she's also a mum to four children. She worked briefly as a medical doctor before taking up full-time home-based work, raising children and getting stuck into church and city community life. She enjoys sharing good food and God's word with all sorts of friends, old and new. And she also enjoys playing the harp when she gets the chance, doing anything creative and running in the woods with her dog. She frequently gets overwhelmed with life and is trying to learn to slow down and rest in her wonderful saviour, Jesus. Corinne and I are chatting about the topic of Christian mindfulness. In our busy, overloaded, stress-driven world, this is a subject that is super relevant. You might have heard of mindfulness and might even have a mindfulness app on your phone. But perhaps you're wondering how mindfulness aligns with your Christian faith or how to practice it in a Christian way. I know that you're going to get a lot of helpful information on this interview, but before we dive in, I'd like to read the review of the week. This comes from Holiday DP in the UK, and they say, Sense of purpose, five stars. Wow, Catherine, I feel I am taking a spiritual retreat here, except better because I am in my kitchen, a place I love to be, cooking for guests. I am taking so much in. I absolutely love the point about having a sense of purpose in life. I'm struggling with that lately and I can see, despite good sleep, healthy food, fun physical activity, there is something lacking and that's it. Thank you for these podcasts. I love having you in this kitchen. Well, thank you so much, Holiday DP, for your lovely review. I love listening to podcasts in the kitchen too while I'm making meals, washing up or doing the laundry. It's a great way to multitask. I'm so glad you're enjoying the podcast and I do hope you've been able to get some clarity on your purpose since you wrote your review. I believe that we're all made for a purpose and we all have some special contribution to make in life that benefits others and is for God's glory. So I pray that you're able to find yours, whatever it is. It sounds like you love cooking for guests and providing hospitality, so that sounds like a wonderful purpose to me. So if you'd like to have the chance to get your review read out on the podcast, then please subscribe to the show and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. I read every single one and they mean so much to me. I'm also really excited to announce that after just nine episodes, we reached over 1,000 downloads in 19 different countries. So that's so amazing. I'm just really blown away by that. Please do keep sharing the show with your friends so that we can get this message out to more people. The message that you can make a difference to your health and wellness, that you can flourish in a life you love and that change is possible. And if you're on Facebook, then why not come over and join my free Facebook group that goes along with the show. It's called the Healthier Life Community, Health and Wellness Support for Christian Women. And you can find it at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash healthier life community. I'll also put that link in the show notes. I would love to connect with you over there and have you join us. Before we start, just a quick disclaimer as always. The information presented on this podcast is for educational and inspirational purposes only. Always consult your doctor before making any changes to your diet and lifestyle. Okay, with that said, let's dive in. Hi, and welcome to the Healthier Life podcast, where you can get great tips and strategies to empower you to live that healthier life you've always wanted. Do you want to feel vibrant and full of energy so that you can make the impact you desire in this world? I believe that when we are intentional about looking after our health, 
then we can find the energy, balance and joy that we need as Christian women to step into our God-given potential and make a real difference in this world. If you're here to learn about how a diet based more on whole foods, plant-based nutrition can bring a healthier life both to you and the planet, if you want to know how to manage your stress better, improve your sleep, exercise in a way that is fun and manageable, if you want to deepen your faith and build in more gratitude so that you can flourish once more in a life you love, then you are in the right place. I'm Catherine Shelton. Let's get started. Corinne Hagen, welcome to the Healthier Life podcast. Lovely to be here. Thank you for having me, Catherine. It's so great to have you on the show. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your family. So, um, yeah, my name is Corinne Hagen. I'm married to Richard, who is a church pastor in Canterbury, England. And I have four children um, aged between 17 and 10. So we're into those teenage years. And um, a long time ago, I studied medicine at university, worked briefly as a doctor, but um, for most of my life, I've been full-time working alongside my husband, um, bringing up children, uh, a little bit of homeschooling in there as well at some points, and um, just getting stuck into my church community and into our, our local community here in Canterbury. That's wonderful. Yeah, we actually connected a long, long time ago back at university, didn't we? I think you were in the year below me. Yeah, happy days. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We were both quite involved in the Christian Union, I remember. Yeah, we actually connected again several years later. My husband and I, we were back on furlough from our time in Russia. And I think our eldest daughter was about two or something. And we went to visit you. And you were just getting started with homeschooling, I remember. Um, yeah. And you are the ones that are kind of responsible for us then homeschooling our kids for the next 11 years. So <laughs> you really inspired Aww. us. But it is. <laughs> Well, I think we've been able to inspire each other in various over the years. And it's funny, isn't it? Just sharing things that you learn. And that's what's so, you know, that's what's so helpful about the podcast, isn't it? Just that as women, we can encourage each other and share good things. And it's lovely to be able to do that a bit more widely through, you know, podcasts and things like that that we've got now, the technology that we've got going. So, yeah, yes. it's great to be here again. Yes, absolutely. So good to have you. So we're actually going to talk today about Christian mindfulness. Um, now, this is a topic that yes. you have done a couple of talks on in your church. Is that right? Yes. Most recently at the Kent Women's Convention um, in Seven Oaks. And then a couple of years ago, yeah, we first looked at it together as a group of women um, at our church. So, yeah. Wonderful. So tell us, um, how did you first get into this topic of Christian mindfulness? I think mindfulness is just talked about a lot now, isn't it? It certainly is in the UK. It's uh, in the media a lot. Uh, it's something now that's often practiced in schools and workplaces. And so I think I'd sort of heard about it, read a little bit about it. I'm someone who has definitely experienced anxiety and stress and feeling overwhelmed by life at various points throughout my life. And so I was sort of interested from a personal point of view. And then I also had a couple of close family members who um, were using things like Headspace, you know, which is one of the mindfulness apps that's very popular and actually finding it really helpful. And it just kind of got me thinking, so how does this fit with, you know, being a follower of Jesus? How does this fit with a biblical worldview? Is this, is this a good thing or is this something we should be a little bit suspicious of? Or, and I kind of figured if I was asking those questions, probably other people were as well. Yes, absolutely. It is uh, something that a lot of people are talking about and, and practicing and trying out um, in the world today. 
um, and it's becoming more and more popular yeah. isn't it so yeah, yeah, perhaps you sh- we should seen, just yeah. kind of define you know what is mindfulness and why do you think it's kind of important or what are the benefits of it sure so I am not an expert on mindfulness by any means but as I understand it you could define it as a package of skills that someone can acquire just to concentrate and focus on the present moment and to be able to put words to that in a non-judgmental way so it's, it's a kind of concentration technique for focusing on the presence. So to give you kind of classic examples, you know, one of the first sort of exercises you might be encouraged to do if you're having a go at mindfulness is to sit comfortably in your chair and just take some nice, slow, deep breaths in and out and just concentrate on those breaths. Try not to think about anything else. You notice your your mind's going on something else. You might just notice, oh, funny, I'm thinking about that again, but then just try and bring your mind back to just focusing on your breathing and just to sort of try and do that for you know 30 seconds or a minute or however long so it's just it's that that focusing on the presence and different yeah sort of different aspects of that that you can try in different situations but yeah that's sort of basically what it is and then why is it beneficial I think I think just kind of common sense can kind of give us an idea of why it works it does seem to work it just seems to help a lot of people particularly uh, people whose emotions are disordered in one way or or another so it's often suggested that it will help people that are maybe anxious or stressed or struggling with things like anger or depression so I'm certainly a worrier and I know that as a worrier it's really easy to end up living in the future so you know you're you're going along you know in in the car to go and pick your kids up from school or whatever but my my mind is worrying about the future you know golly what are they you know how's that exam going to go that George has just done and what's the right school for them I'm just really not sure about it and am I really going to have enough time to get prepared to do this thing that I've got to do in two days time or whatever so we so we end up living in the future our minds are sort of wearing away thinking about the future or we can get stuck in the past as well can't we so you know maybe if something difficult has happened in the past maybe an unhappy childhood or a difficult relationship we can get stuck playing over and over again that difficult conversation or that difficult experience and that can sometimes stop us from enjoying the present I mean yeah I'm sure we've all had experiences of that when you know you've got a you're sitting at a you know lovely occasion with your kids or something like you you are sitting down nice meal family meal but it's just like you're not there you're not present because your mind is elsewhere so I guess mindfulness is trying to sort of train help train us to be in the present and not just let our minds wear away in the past or the future but just to, yeah, to, to be in the presence and to, to appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, that sounds so important. And I mean, we all know that stress is kind of a bit of an epidemic in our modern society today, isn't it? Um, stress, anxiety, yeah. depression, all these mental health issues. Um, so has there been kind of scientific research into the benefits of mindfulness in terms of helping to reduce stress and reduce anxiety, do you think? Yeah, I I think there has. Again, I'm I'm not an expert. I haven't got the figures at my fingertips now. But I think the reason it has become so mainstream is because it it is shown to reduce stress and to help help people to be in a better place to cope with the complexities of life. And I think I think it's the same. It's the same as many things. I think it's the same as things like medication for anxiety or depression. Then they really help some people. And there's evidence that they really help some people, but they're never going to be the whole never going to be the whole answer because 
you know, life's more complex than that, that there are difficult relationships that will need to be dealt with, or there's, um, you know, we're whole beings, aren't we? We're physical, spiritual, there's all sorts of different things like exercise, uh, diet, all these different, you know, we, you sometimes talked about in um, your, your material, Catherine, we're, we're, we're whole people, aren't we? Physical, spiritual, emotional, psychological, but, but yeah, it's, it's not surprising that this, you know, learning to slow down our brains and to stop them wearing away with unhelpful thoughts is going to be helpful. And yeah, the evidence certainly seems to suggest that it does help people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what would you say was the difference between a kind of Christian approach to mindfulness rather than other forms of mindfulness that people might come across out there? Yeah, so it's not that I think that, you know, there's such a thing necessarily as Christian mindfulness, like it's a separate a separate thing. But I think it's, I guess, one of the, one of the issues with, with sometimes the way most mindfulness, I guess, is done from a secular point of view or um, some mindfulness meditation practices have their roots in Eastern religion and philosophies. But I guess all I'm saying with Christian mindfulness, basically, you know, so if mindfulness is focusing on present reality, then it's just really weird to leave God out of that because God is present reality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the world is, the reality of the world is that it's, it's made by a loving and gracious God. And if we're his children, um, you know, that's part of the reality. We're loved by him. Our sins are forgiven in Jesus. Uh, we can have hope for the future. You know, just all, all, all that, that we have because God is there because he is real. That is part of the present reality. And so I would say Christian mindfulness is focusing on present reality, but with sort of bearing in mind the fact that God is there. So it's, you know, when, when you're sitting there in your chair, taking your deep breaths in and out, or you're going for your walk in the woods and noticing all the beauty around you, you're doing it with God. It's not like a separate thing. It's not like our lives are, are split into little compartments. We do our five minutes of mindfulness and then we open our Bible and we read our Bible. It's like God is God is everywhere. He's Lord of all of our lives. And so this sort of just practice of, of stopping and uh, focusing on the present and yeah, that that's something we can do with God and before God. So I guess that's kind of the idea with Christian mindfulness is it's, it's saying, don't leave, we can't leave God out anyway, can we? But don't, don't try and leave God out, you know, do it, do it with him and receive it as a good gift from him. Again, the same as exercise or diet or medication might help you mindfulness I, I think is a, is a good gift it's a good practice and it has lots of it chimes a lot with stuff that we're, we're encouraged to do in scripture anyway mm. uh, maybe more on that in a moment um, yeah you know, it's a good gift from God that can help us so yeah that's kind of what I'm saying is don't leave God out <laughs> yeah yeah that's such an important perspective to remember that definitely so you touched on a few ideas about what mindfulness could be how could listeners incorporate more mindfulness in practical ways into their daily lives I think it's really relevant for us in our society at the moment. I read a, a very helpful book, which I have to admit, um, I did hear originally from Catherine, The um, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Probably lots of listeners might have heard about this. I read this over the summer and it just, it chimed a lot with me because our, our lives can be just so, uh, just rushing from thing to thing, can't they? And, and, and it's true that our phones don't always help, you know, the, the notifications, the pings, the fact we're always kind of on call. I think that is not good for our, our hearts and our souls sometimes. And I think, I guess this idea of mindfulness is that we, that we have times when we stop and yeah, focus on present reality. So I would say focus on present reality by meditating on biblical truth or another way I would put it is, you know, when you just stop and you just rest in the good character and purposes of, of our love in you know, our loving father, God. So for me in practice, it might just be 
going, going out, making time to, to say, go out for a walk in, in nature, to get out and walk the dog or whatever it is, or just to, to be sitting in your garden. And rather than worrying about the next thing or using that time to think about other things, just, just stop and notice what's in front of you. Stop and notice this beautiful world that God has made. Just like Jesus tells us to do in Matthew 6, you know, look at the birds of the air. Um, look how God cares for them. You know, how much more does he care for you? Um, look at the flowers. Look how God clothes them, how beautiful they are. How much more does God care for you? So, so that's one practical thing, get out into nature. Yeah, it's um, kind of like the way that, you know, if you have like a really small child, you know, and you're trying to walk down the street and you're trying to get somewhere quickly and they're stopping and mummy, mummy, look at this beetle on the floor. Yes. And it's that yes. kind of just being able to be aware God and to stop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I think that's right. The children sort of do it more naturally, don't yes. they? And um, yeah, we need to learn that sort of childlike yeah, appreciation of what God has put in front of us. Absolutely. Um, and I think the other thing is just, to, you know, it's great to have, Catherine, you, you talk a little bit in uh, your blog about morning routines. It doesn't have to be morning, but just in terms of our, in the pattern of our day, do we have times when we can just sit down and have that quiet time remembering focusing on present reality god is god he's good he's loving he's gracious my sins are forgiven uh, heaven is ahead of me yeah that's it whether i don't know if everyone calls it we knew we used to always call it the quiet time <laughs> just having that regular time so you know <laughs> it's funny but actually that what a great idea to have a regular time same as you have a regular time to brush your teeth or so you know eat your food or whatever have some time to feed on god's word and just be quiet. And I, and I suppose bringing that element of just being, yeah, quietness and stopping before the Lord and remembering who he is. Sometimes I find my prayer times can very quickly turn into the big list of, you know, basically list of worries that I've got that I want, you know, stuff I want God to do for me. But it's so good sometimes just to stop and, and just focus on the present reality of who he is. You know, he is good. Uh, he is, he is holy. He's, he's sovereign. He's loving. And just to sort of sit and enjoy God for who he is without rushing on to the next little thing in my mind of my priorities in my life. Mm. Um, so having yeah. some yeah. sort of almost like daily routine, uh, kind of regular time each day when you try to stop and be mindful that you, you find that helpful. Do you? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it's not, you know, it's something I guess I've sought to do for quite a long time you know, in terms of, you know, just spending some time with the Lord, read, reading his word and, and sort of talking to him about what he said to me and pondering it. And yeah, but I think sometimes that's really refreshing and sometimes it's hard work and it's really hard to concentrate or your, your mind's all over the place. And sometimes it might be helpful if, if you're if, yeah, like that and you're really struggling to concentrate even when you're reading the Bible or praying then maybe to get out into, you know, go for a walk somewhere beautiful and look at what God has made and let that feed your soul or, or just sort of simplify things. Something I uh, talk a little bit about my talk is how the Bible is full of encouraging us to meditate on God's word and, and full of visualization as well. So the Bible gives us lovely, beautiful pictures like the Lord is my shepherd or Jesus saying, I am the vine, you are the branches or, you know, the Lord is my refuge. And just, you know, sometimes it's so helpful just to take one of those pictures and just kind of camp out in it. Just maybe even it's just, you know, for a week at a time, you might just need to focus on that picture and just spend time thinking about that. Um, you know, particularly if we're really struggling, I think, yeah, sometimes we need to sort of scale down what we're expecting our minds to take in and just in enjoy the, how God has communicated to us in all these different ways. So, so that might be another idea, mm. um, you know, or to, or to memorize, memorize a verse of scripture. So, 
uh, in the talk that I did, we spent we spent a good amount of time reading Psalm 131, which is just three verses, but it's classic Christian mindfulness, and it's it's uh, King David talking about how he has find, found contentment in just knowing that God is God, that He is God is big, He is little, and that God loves him. He's content like a weaned child; he rests content, um, and then his hope is in the Lord. So you know, maybe learn something like that, or you might have another set of favorite verse of scripture or psalm 23 or and again sometimes it can be really helpful just to stick with a a smaller bit of scripture and just really meditate on that chew it over you know um and that can that can really help us particularly if our minds are struggling with overload Mm, that's so beautiful yeah so so using the scriptures um either memorizing small portions or or using some of the kind of visual imagery that we find there like you said Are there any other kind of helpful resources that you know of that people might find helpful? Yeah, I mean, music is very helpful as well, isn't it? Music and singing is a sort of whole body experience, isn't it? Of You know, it involves our, our breathing and our bodies and just to, to, to be singing or speaking, you know, listening to, to wonderful truths, present reality truths of who God is and his goodness to us can be very, very helpful. So that's sort of a general thing. I'm sure you don't need me to recommend you great christian music there's lots <laughs> out there loving andrew peterson at the moment uh, highly recommend his stuff very thoughtful uh-huh. very real yeah there's i mean there's a number of great books one that's just come out fairly recently in the uk is hope in an anxious world by okay. helen thorne and mm-hmm. um, six truths for when things feel overwhelming which i guess particularly addresses yeah help for someone who is in that place of struggling with anxiety she works for an organization called biblical counseling uk which is the UK equivalent of American listeners might know CCEF and they've just got so much helpful stuff on so I first I guess probably what really got me first thinking about this was an an article written by David Powlinson which is available on the CCEF website on Psalm 131 and I can't recommend that highly enough you know I read that a a number of years ago and I just yeah it's been so so helpful so yeah highly recommend that great Thank you. Well, I'll put those links in the show notes for this episode, including also that book that you mentioned earlier, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by oh, yes. John Mark. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely um, recommend that. Yeah. Yes. Great. Is there anything else you'd like to uh, encourage the listeners with today? I, yeah, I just I think with, with anything in life, Jesus is, is Lord of everything. So I think it's really helpful sometimes when we come across things like mindfulness or different things that are popular in the world just to yeah to to um to think christianly about them and to think what does it mean that jesus is lord of this as well and yeah he he is so good he cares for us body mind soul spirits yeah we don't have to feel that our life is split into these little compartments yeah i think i don't know that's i found that a really helpful thing to to think about yeah uh, in the complexities of living life today yes absolutely well, Corinne, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you today on the podcast. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes also to the talk that you presented on this topic. So listeners can can find that by going to the show notes and, and finding that link there. If anyone would like to get in touch with you um, to talk about this topic a little bit further, how might they be able to do that? Yeah, really happy for anyone to email me. So my email is Hagen. And that's C-O-R-I-N-N-E-H-A-G-A-N at gmail.com. And um, yeah, we're very, very happy to, to chat things through if anyone wants to talk more about it. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being on and for um, this really interesting conversation and for all that you've 
been able to encourage us with and inspire us with. And um, I hope that many of our listeners today are going to go off and, and try some mindfulness. Thanks, Catherine. It's been great to be here. Hey, quickly, before you go, if this podcast has helped and inspired you in some way, then please jump over to iTunes and leave me an honest review. That way, more people can find this show and be inspired too. I personally read every single review and your feedback is so encouraging to me. The second way you can help get the word out is to take a quick screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Catherine Shelton Health and I'll share it right back. Thank you so much. God bless. Until next time.